And this is 94.1 KPFA in Berkeley, 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, and online at kpfa.org. The time is 3 p.m. Stay tuned next for Cover to Cover Open Book. Good afternoon and welcome to Cover to Cover Open Book. I'm your host, Nina Serrano, with another of my special series of Poet to Poet, this time an anthology of some marvelous poets. We're very excited to announce that KPFA has its own Facebook page where you can receive information on upcoming KPFA events, programs, and news. So when you're next online, please search for the KPFA page on Facebook and subscribe as a fan. It's free and it's fun. Also, I will be performing a very special poem next Saturday night, September 12th, at the Bohemian Night Soiree at the Mission Cultural Center in San Francisco as part of the Three Worlds exhibition, displaying the works of three extraordinary artists, Juan Fuentes, Casper Banjo, and Luis Arias. Peruvian artist Luis Arias Vera paints myths into his beautiful work and will share these embedded ancient stories with me and I will weave these magical symbols and images into my new poem. You might enjoy it. The event is free of charge and includes flamenco dance by Latanya and Aljibe and other cultural treats in an ambience of the artist's studio. All are welcome. The Mission Cultural Center for Latino Arts is situated at 2868 Mission Street by the 24th and Mission BART Station. We begin this poetry anthology with the poet Paradise. I love everything about you but you. I love everything about you but you Everything about you but you I love everything about you but you They want the black spirit, they want the black mind, they want the black soul, they want the black behind, they want the black muscle, they want the black heart, they want the black music, they want the black art, they want the black rhythm, they want the black hips, they want the black power, they want the black lips, they want the black style, they want the black talk, they want the black skills, they want the black walk, they want the black ride, they want the black heat, they want the black coffee, they want the black meat, they want the black land, they want the black gold, they want the black diamonds, they want the black coal, they want the black oil, they want the black race, they want the black earth, they want the black space, they want the black dollars, they want the black gods, they want the black everything but me and you, now that's odd, y'all. They want the black neighborhoods but not the black neighbor? What are they trying to say? Oh, I love everything about you, but you. I love everything about you, but you. I really, really do love everything about you, but you. 
love everything about you, but you. Save the whale, save the dolphin, save the tiger, save the jungle safari animals in the zoos, save God in the schools, save the bald eagle, save the bald man's hair with grow game, save the bald man's libido with Viagra, save 50 and 75 percent off, save U.S. savings bonds, save Barry Bonds, bats, and Hank Aaron's uniforms. Save the rich. Save the French Quarter. Save the casinos and the markets from being looted. Save Louis Armstrong's horn for the Smithsonian. Save the tourists. Save the wealthy. Save everything and everybody but me and the folks in my community. How can that be? Oh, I love everything about you. We interrupt this poem from being performed in its entirety because in this country where government cheese is reparations for slavery, time, control, and money, and bureaucracy are more important than spirit and life and people and poetry. So I only got two minutes to deliberate on the worst catastrophe and injustice in black America's history, worse than the Tuskegee experiments, worse than the bombs dropped on the MOVE organization, worse than Jeffrey Dahmer and what they did to all those missing children kidnapped in Atlanta, worse than the decimation of black Wall Street, worse than the bombing of the churches and killing of those four little black girls in Alabama, worse than what happened to Rodney King, worse than Rosewood and Greensboro and Jonestown put together, worse than the billy clubs and dogs and fire hoses and pigs sicked on Dr. King's army of peace and freedom fighters, worse than a thousand Emmett Till's, Amadad Diallo's, and Copas and what they did to George Jackson and Bobby Hutton. But I only got two minutes to talk about how, how the big bad superpower raided the Persian Gulf for its oil, only to have karma and an even greater superpower. Even things up in America's Gulf Coast. I got 120 seconds to talk about how for the first time in the history of black America since the 80s, not only have we not progressed, but we moved backward to the point where we take liberties to kill and degrade ourselves, but in one fell swoop for the whole world to see the ancestors rose up and exposed America's skeletons in the closet dirty laundry, throwaway people swept under the rug and other human atrocities still going on in the home of the crave and the land of the free I got two minutes to give a sermon on how Katrina's destruction of the casinos in the Gulf was like Jesus when he turned over the tables of the money changers in the temple but on a larger scale I got two minutes to remind those who think the government's slow response was colorblind that the police, the ambulance and the government has been no Notorious for responding dispassionately to the cries of the hood for a long time. What happened to no child left behind? And apparently it don't matter if your hood spans a certain tri-state area of the Gulf Coast. But Calvary ain't gonna come for you. And you don't get the knights in shining armor or the amber alert unless you look like amber. And I got two minutes, two minutes, two minutes to tell you about the internet rumor that says the levees were never reinforced because something called Operation Royal flush was pre-planned by certain powers that be to hope for and allow a flood to flush the poor people out of the city so that New Orleans could be rebuilt as the new Las Vegas of the South and playground for the wealthy. I got two minutes to talk about the Sunday morning before the storm where somewhere in New Orleans there was a sermon about how we should all get along and get over being black and white and Asian and Creole and just be one nation under God. But when the alarm sounded for everybody to get out of town, everybody went for the 
their own and quickly got over God's children, black and brown, and the dark-skinned poor Africans left behind to drown. And even though I just survived the rescue efforts of Hurricane FEMA, I got two minutes to get my people up off their knees and to come down out of the sky and unify before we die. And we can put a man on the moon faster than we can put a bottle of water in the hand of a black man on a rooftop. May this be the last time we learn the hard way what vote or die really means. And even though this was the Middle Passage revisited and 10,000 Africans just got hung in the South simultaneously in the 21st century, we got about two minutes to get it together before we run out of time. I love everything about you. The Love Poem for Agimu. Bliss of all blisses, lightly you do declare intimacy by putting your lips right here. So this is thought without itself, spoken though nothing said, nothing when it's everything, naked kiss that shed the crumbs of time, and the orgy of pennies thrown and stuck to the mind, and now alone with one of a kind pair of lips, the origin of itself opens in order to reveal there is a language called soul, a tongue that is the kiss that's the bliss of all blisses, untranslatable. Cause man, ain't 
nobody. Never. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Come between us like the chocolate. This This is called Osei. Schools are closed. Art and music programs cut. But my mother didn't bring me up to be a goddamn gun butt. Osei, can you not see the school of the Americas shut? There are fists in the air when they open ideas and beautiful doves fly up. But there are fists clenching bucks as payoffs for some of the roughest stuff going on from here to the shoe tip of Argentina. Oh, say, can you not see the school of the Americas shut? The Monroe Doctrine's not Marilyn whom all kinds of people loved. It's a colonizing deal to keep military heels kicking in indigenous doors, clicking on indigenous floors, and it rewards such vultures by flying them north for seminars and training and murder and torture in the school of the Americas in Fort Benning, Georgia. Oh, say, brothers and sisters, can you not see? Then they return to their native terra firma, Bolivia, Guatemala, and practice even more astutely the art of murder, the music of torture, to keep any resistance pissing in its pants, to crush the people's will and desire for liberty, and it's all thanks to the school of the Americas. But now, Venezuela's refused sending its guys north of Florida, and as Central and South America wise up to the empire's extortion and arrogance and defy the doctrine with socialism's common sense, others will pay hooky from that cocky school of khaki ghouls. And oh, I can say, we will one day see that fool trap shut, the school of the Americas shut down. You just heard Jack Hirschman reading his own poem, and before that you heard Paradise reading Coco Venus, and again Jack Hirschman uh, reading Nelly, and before that Paradise, I love everything about you but you. And in this next set, we'll be hearing Marilyn Buck. Uh, she was recorded on the telephone from prison. She's a long-term U.S. political prisoner. You'll hear Dennis Banks, Guillermo Gomez-Pena, and myself. This call is from a federal prison. I remember red poppies wild behind the schoolhouse. I didn't want to be there, but I loved to watch the poppies. I used to sit in the window of my room sketching charcoal trees. What happened to those magnolias, to that girl? I went off to college, escaped my father's thunderstorms, Berkeley, rebellion, exhilaration. 
the Vietnam War black power Che took me to Chicago. Midnight lights under Wacker Drive, uptown, south side, slapped by self-determination for taking freedom wall photos without asking. On to California, driving at 3 o'clock in the morning in the mountains. I got it. What self-determination means? A daunting task for a young white woman. I was humbled. Practices concrete, harder than crystal dream concepts. San Francisco on the front steps at Fulton Street, smoking reefer, drinking bitter dog with Black Panthers and white hippie radicals, talking about when the revolution comes. The revolution did not come. Fred Bennett was missing. We learned he'd been found, ashes, bones, a wedding ring. But later there was a sauna's freedom smile. Then I was captured, locked into a cell of sewer water, spirit deflated. I survived, carried on, glad to be like a weed, a wild red poppy rooted in life. Sing a song called Mama, Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys. And I began to think of a song for Indian people. But you know, the more I thought of good words, the more I began to think of broken treaties, broken promises, broken homes. Names like Shivington, Jackson, and Custer started running through my mind. And I said, Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be Indians. I thought of the long walk of the Navajos, the Trail of Tears, 500 years of Columbus. And I said, Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be Indians. And I thought of the many books that told lies about our people, Hollywood movies that destroyed so many dreams. I thought of places like Sand Creek, Fallen Timbers, Wounded Knee, and I said, Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be Indians. began to think of our ancestors like Chief Joseph, Seattle, Crazy Horse, and Geronimo, and their dreams and what they lived for. And I said, Mama, let your babies grow up to be Indians. And my heart began to swell with pride as I saw Jim Thorpe and Billy Mills in the Olympics. And in the distance, I saw the longest walk across America. And I said, Mama, let your babies grow up to be Indians. Then I felt the spirituality and strength of our people, the ceremonies, the elders, the women. I saw the Sundance and the cottonwood tree. I smelled the sweet grass and the sage that purifies our people. I saw Leonard Peltier and freedom. Heard the many drums and singers and watched the gracious beauty of our dancers. 
And I said, Mama, make sure your babies grow up to be Indians. Make sure. has been the stage for my art, my love, my friendships, and my escapades into forbidden territories, both on the streets and inside my psyche. It's my personal laboratory for permanent existential reinvention. Here, I have written and performed, danced on fire and ice, loved my hyena, cried inconsolably, gotten drunk out of my mind and flesh, laughed, debated, demonstrated, escaped eviction and despair, confronted the cops and the demons of gentrification. This tour, this poem, this performance is my tribute to the hood that has hosted and nurtured my madness for almost 15 years. Primer Misterio How come the mission is sunnier and warmer than the rest of the city? Is it a Latino thing? Is it the heat generated by 700 taquerias? Is it true that we have more sex in this part of the city? What is the source of this chemical, social, sexual, political and artistic stimulus? Or to put it in simpler terms, carajo, why do people come here? Are we seduced by the promise of Bohemia in a country of restricted imagination? In an era of constrained freedoms? Are we then seeking freedom of imagination, attracted by the mythical possibility of reinventing ourselves overnight, of exercising all the selves and identities we wish to become without having to confront conformity every step of the way? See? No? Maybe? Or are we part of the ongoing wave of international exiles, escaping failed revolutions and interventionist wars from San Salvador to Baghdad? Are we part of the wave of sexual and artistic misfits escaping orthodoxy in our distant homelands? Or are we merely taking a ghetto cruise? Let's find out. Let's board the Mexican bus and cruise my inner barrio to the beat of Radio Misión 2007-FM. You just heard Guillermo Gomez Peña, and before that, Dennis Banks, and before that, Marilyn Buck. In this next set, we'll hear the following. We'll hear... Uh, my own poem, and we'll hear uh, Sonia Sanchez and Luciana Sosa reading and singing, rather, a song by Neruda. The Mission Story I arrived in the mission in 1961. The first thing I discovered were the hills of Dolores Street. 
At the corner grocery, I filled a bag with round oranges, stuffing it into a flimsy baby stroller and pushing my daughter uphill. The hill resisted the weight of the package and child. The bag broke. First one, two, then twelve oranges I could not catch rolled down the bumpy streets. My first night in the mission, the fruit bowl stood empty on the table. On the second day in the mission, people on the 14 mission bus talked with Irish accents. Irish bars, Irish priests, a strong Irish presence in the older businesses. A few Italians sprinkled in among the rapidly opening taquerias and signs saying, Se habla español. Just a few years, the churches delivered services in Spanish. The library offered books in Spanish. The police busting Los Siete, sweeping the streets for young Latino males to pin the killing of a cop on. Free Los Siete mobilizations shouting basta ya above the loud clatter of the building of the BART system. The fashion took on the Che Guevara look. By the 1970s, the refugees and exiles began to fill the cafes with their intensities and passions, adding the colors of their causes to the murals. Mothers met at City Hall to demand welfare justice, to be greeted with armed men in the four corners of the lobby pointing guns at them. Unafraid, the women raised their voices to protect their children's needs. By the 1980s, one side of the BART station was called Plaza Sandino and the other Plaza Farabundo Martí. Mayor Moscone and city supervisor Harvey Milk were assassinated by an ex-policeman to stop their open and welcoming administration. The grief went all the way uphill to the Castro. By the 1990s, the gentrification of the dot-coms saw newly built condos, lofts, and rents rise till the bubble burst, leaving people looking around to see who was left and what they were doing. Army Street became Cesar Chavez. By the 21st century, the older murals faded with the pentimento process, peeling layers of time and urban grime. The sun, the sun still propelling us to arise every morning to take our places in the task of repairing the world. La calle Misión de San Francisco. La misionera de pobreza. Sus calles están cubiertas de las antes. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this anthology of poetry, but tick-tock, tick-tock. 
We're almost out of time, so I urge you all to look around. Notice all those flyers. Are any of them poetry readings? Can you hear live local poets? Well, yes, you can, so go and listen. I want to tell you that Guillermo Gomez Peña, who you heard today, is going to be putting on his show, Cuerpo Ilicito, Post-Human Society with Violeta Luna, on September 11th and 12th at 8 p.m. at Counterpulse, that's 1310 Mission Street in San Francisco, and you can hear me September 12th at the Mission Cultural Center. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to Erica Bridgman for engineering. Be well. Richard Phelps. I previously served on the LSB and was twice elected chair. KPFA has lost 28% of its subscribers under the Concerned Listener Supported Management Group. This year, KPFA has a $300,000 deficit under a Concerned Listener Board majority. For complete details, see my May 14th Berkeley Daily Planet article. You can also find it at peoplesradio.net. Vote for Richard Phelps and People's Radio candidates who have always supported and practiced democratic principles. I'm Jim Curtis. I'm still trying to save Pacifica. We don't need armed police inside an institution dedicated to pacifism. If elected, I'd work for diversity, democracy, and change, revising the provision in the bylaws allowing paid staff radio producers to be board members, moving the program Democracy Now! to 7 a.m., reviving the KPFA folio, and reinstating a program council. I'm Jim Curtis. Thank you. And you are listening to 94.1 KPFA in Berkeley, 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, and online at kpfa.org. Up next is Free Speech Radio News.